Saturday at 6. It's time for your weekly music and entertainment fix. Backstage with Sinead Nivorda. With all the best music, interviews and live sessions. Live from the Radio Nova Studios in the Dublin Docklands. Hello and welcome along to the show. It is Shinani Vorder with you here backstage on Radio Nova until 7pm. Hope you're all keeping well on this Saturday evening. Man, it is cold out there. Don't do what I did and just don a jumper. You need a lot more layers. Layer it up. But tonight, oh, what a great show I've got lined up for you. I've got the wonderful Coach O'Reardon joining me in studio. She is a phenomenal singer, bass player. She's performed with the Pogues. Elvis Costello formed a band with Hot House Flowers band members. She also has appeared in a video by Girl Band, Speaking of Girl Band, they are the most exciting band in Ireland at the moment. Their debut album, Holding Hands with Jamie, just been released and entered the charts in uh, number eight in the charts, actually. So we'll be hearing from two of the boys from Girl Band on today's show. Chris Cornell of Soundgarden is in the live room. I'll have the latest single from former Supergrass frontman Gaz Coombs. Also have music news and the entertainment guide with Mark Kavanagh of The Star. Backstage on Radio Nova. So, um, before you hear from Quarter Radio, I think we'll play a bit of the Pogues. Why not? Delighted to introduce this next song, Sally McLennan on Radio Nova. Well, Jimmy Glyde, I'm on again, the pop where I was born. He played it from the night time to the pace of early morn. He sold the souls of psychos and the men who had the horn. And they all looked very happy in the morning. But Jimmy didn't like his place in this world of ours. Sally McLennan 
Pogues and Radio Nova, Sally McLennan and Coach O'Reardon is a lady who played bass with the band from 1983 to 86. She later played with Elvis Costello, the Radiators and formed the prenups with two members of the Hot House Flowers and Coach joins now in studio. Coach, thanks so much for joining me backstage today. My pleasure, award winning woman oh, that you thank are. You so much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so cool. Yeah, the awards are happening now. It's uh, next Friday actually. Excellent. Yeah, next Friday so that's going to be very, very exciting to see very what happens. Cool. So, yeah. fingers crossed, we'll see. It'll be, it'll be a good night regardless. Uh, you'll win it. Uh, <laughs> thanks. Okay, that's it. That's it. If you said it, it's going to happen. <laughs> but we're just talking there about Barry Time Week's Music Town, which yes. happened earlier on in Vicker Street, which was yeah. such a wonderful night. We're talking about Eva Woodlock and how she yeah. created such a phenom- phenomenal night. And it looked like you were having the crack up there on stage. It was amazing. How was the night for you? Oh, do, I saw Damien Dempsey, who I hadn't seen in years. Uh, Glenn Hansard. Again, people I hadn't seen in years. Roddy, I hadn't seen in years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was really beautiful. Um, and it was just such a glamorous evening. I was in a tiny dressing room, but it was a tiny dressing room with Amel May and Camille O'Sullivan. Are you serious? <laughs> wow, you got to up your game. I'd asked the mate, what should I wear? And um, she said, wear a jumpsuit. Wear, wear a really bright coloured jumpsuit because they're going to be in this year. So I was like, okay, I'll get it. <laughs> so I went on, you know, the website that does the tall clothes for girls and got this lovely orange cheerful colour I like orange as you can see from my yeah. accessories yeah. orange jumpsuit and I'm super confident I'm standing by the side of the stage waiting to go on and I look up and Roddy's leaning over the stairs above me and he goes I see you've got your Guantanamo look on today <laughs> two beats before I'm about to walk on stage in front Thanks. of a thousand people yeah. just <laughs> Thanks for the vote of confidence, Roddy. Nice one. But Uh, men just, it's a style thing, man. Men, (laughs) men, they just don't get it. Teachers. But sharing a room with Imelda Mankin and Sullivan. Super glam. That, I won't tell brilliant. any tales. It was just so glam. You're just swapping so like glam. makeup tips and stuff yeah. like that. Oh, my, Imelda May. If you want to know anything about makeup, yeah. uh, talk to Imelda May. She was talking me through getting that lip look. Oh, yeah. Keeping it stuck on. And, yeah, she. there's nothing that woman doesn't know. She's amazing. So and how does it stay on forever then? What was her tip? My thing was that I love a sheer look and yeah. I like gloss yeah. which gives that look but of course as soon as I start swinging the hair around it just sticks to my mouth and you know yourself you know if you're on f- in front of a microphone and you're trying to talk or sing or play and you're having to scrape yeah. hair off your lip gloss and then you've got the red looks like scratch marks <laughs> but actually it's just lipstick yeah. I say that to her and she says what you need to do is put your colour on your lips not with the gloss but with a pencil if you don't like lipstick or whatever a pencil a nice matte pencil and then put the tiniest little dab of clear gloss on top that'll give you exactly the same effect but they only have a tiny bit of gloss so your hair won't stick or if it sticks it'll fall off again and I'm like staring at her like thank you goddess of glamour (laughs) thank you oh great Imelda (laughs) you saved my face forever yeah Yeah. amazingly oh so much fun I mean what an amazing night in celebration of Irish well well, Dublin humour really I think especially really Yeah. yeah I remember years ago when the commitments came out the first I knew about it. I'm trying to remember the, what year would it have been? I think maybe around 86. The first I knew there were yeah. posters around. There used to be a great old kind of art centre. I think it was called the Grapevine down on the Quays, not far from Dockers and the Ferryman. And there were posters around. It said the commitments and there was a photo of a bunch of young kids in suits and dresses and doing a kind of soul band pose, f- snapping their fingers. Yeah. 
And I just thought, that looks great. And I'll get the book. And I got the book and it was the first edition, the King Farouk book edition of no The Commitments. And I roared laughing. <laughs> I'd never seen a book set out like that. Yeah. I'd never read such a funny book about being in a band because I was not long out of the Pogues then and just roaring laughing. And then Roddy just got better and better and better. He went from being this great Dublin guy to being, you know, multinational award winning, Booker yeah. Prize winning guy. Yeah. And now he's like the grand old dad. <laughs> Slagging you off about your wardrobe. Me yeah. off and you just have to take it because it's Roddy Doyle. Anyone else spoke to me like that? You mean, come here till I pull your knackers off. But it's Roddy Doyle. Yeah, he's a bit of a legend. I've been loving you a long time. Down all the years, down all the days. And I've cried for troubles Smile at your funny little ways We watched our friends grow up together And we saw them as they fell Some of them fell into heaven Some of them fell into hell I took shelter from a shower And I stepped into your arms On a rainy night in Soho The wind was whistling all its I sang it all my sorrows You told me all your joys Whatever happened to that old song So I
such a stunning song. The Pogues, Ready Night in Soho, on Radio Nova. You are backstage. I mean, Sinead Vorda and Coach Arir, and former bass player with the Pogues, as well as being a band member of the Radiators, the Prenups, Lady of Many Talents. She's performed in music videos and written and performed at Elvis Costello. And Coach, you're only just back from Route 66. How was that experience for you? Dream come true. Again, being 50, you know, it's... I was like bucket listing like crazy, yeah. you know, just thinking, what, what haven't I done? It's so amazing to be 50. So many people have died, fallen by the wayside mm. at worst, or, you know, or really turned into awfully ill looking people mm. and bitter. And for some reason, I'm, I still feel really positive and I'm healthy. And it's like, yeah. how the hell did that happen? <laughs> and how am I going to make the most of it? So I thought, what haven't I done yet that I would be a dream? And is it in my power to make it come true? It wasn't so much that I wanted to drive Route 66, it's that I've always wanted a Mustang. <gasps> Snap! Oh, girl, yeah, do it! <laughs> it will happen! Okay. Do it! But, you know, Mustangs are also 50. So I was looking like, what can I, do I get a Mustang or is there some kind of place where I can go and drive a classic Mustang? And once I started investigating, this thing just kept coming up that there was an Irish team going from Dublin over to the beginning of Route 66 and we're going to drive Route 66 in Mustangs, new Mustangs, not classic oh, Mustangs. Oh, wow, really? I thought, that actually sounds good. Crack over the team of Irish people and a couple of weeks that'll be great so I signed up for it now it turns out of course two weeks is not nearly enough wow really oh you could spend a month you could easily spend a month doing it so it was very pressurised uh, my my navigator was my brother who turned out to not be able to navigate <laughs> <laughs> and he can't drive oh. so I had this six foot lump kind of he, he, ended up, he was in charge of the iPods <laughs> So I was literally driving 10 hours a day and I'd be shaking at the end of every day. Oh, we had, man. you know, the weather was gorgeous. We had the top down. I was wind-battered, sunburned, just pumping adrenaline the whole time. I'd wake up and start shaking immediately with the adrenaline of it, the excitement. I was fantastic. But I have to go back and do it again slowly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've been a classic Mustang. I don't know. If the engine... Well, if, exactly. If I'm not a mechanic... They're meant to keep running, though. So, oh, well. I'm not a mechanic. Maybe find a six-foot mechanic. Ah, uh, now, do you know, drive. you can't find a cup of cappuccino <laughs> on the Route 66, you know. So that was my great discovery. Like, until you get to Arizona, forget it. You're drinking that vile American slop out of the big jugs. Oh, so I'll, I'll never take Starbucks for granted again. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, if you can't get a, an espresso, you're not going to get a mechanic mm. at the snap of your fingers. You know, places are far apart, and some of them are derelict ghost towns. Right, of course, Part yeah. of the haunting beauty of the road, but not great if you've broken down. So I'd have to take a mechanic with me. You, you won't Any have volunteers? To. There you go. Give us a shout. Oh, one double four zero four one hundred. Number. But sounds like you've got a lot of material that you could put in a memoir for sure. If you were to actually sit down and put it all in. And oh, memoirs. You know, yeah. the the one thing that I have to be honest about is I don't trust my memory. You know, I caned it for twenty odd years. <laughs> I've been sober eight years now, but my memory's glitchy. Yeah. I, you know, it takes a lot of repetition just to encode real small chunks of information. Like for example, on Route sixty six I've my brother was supposed to call out exit numbers to me because there's bits that you have to do on the interstate. So I was saying, when we get to this number, call it out to me and we go sailing past, and he'd go, are you supposed to get off at that exit? And I said, I told you to tell me. And he said, well, you know, can't you remember? 
saying, listen, mate, I, I honestly can't remember. Unless I repeat something 50 times. Really? It doesn't go in. Because so. that was one of the questions I want to ask you. You say you're quite, obviously, positive and you're achieving amazing <laughs> things and you look incredible for 50. Thank you. So, um, <laughs> obviously, yeah, you said you came to and obviously the Pogues, you know, are up there for known, like, hey, we all know, they're up for the craft. Yes. How did you survive something like that? The great thing is that I'm a complete lightweight you know, this is the thing people don't understand about addicts is that it's not an issue of quantity. I couldn't drink very much. It took very little to get me drunk. It's an issue of control. Mm. As soon as I took the first drink, I had no power to not take the next one and on and on until I black out. So um, I think what saved me is that I, I literally would pass out before I could drink too much you know right. it was too much by any healthy standard but i couldn't drink say there's people who can drink a bottle of vodka open the next bottle Oof. wake no. up the next morning or you know regain consciousness the next morning and then take another drink of vodka that was completely beyond me yeah. the most i could handle would be like two bottles of wine yeah. yeah and that would be me done and by the end of my drinking every addict will tell you this we make deals i'd got to the stage where i would only drink organic red wine <laughs> <laughs> i got yeah. to the stage where i knew that telling myself i'm only going to have one glass or half a bottle or i'll only drink the one bottle and i won't open the second bottle was lying to myself so all i could do was like the least toxic thing yeah. so i think part of why i survived is because I couldn't handle the really heavy stuff. Right. Yeah. Saved you. Yeah. yeah. Well, eight years sober, congratulations. Thank you very much. <laughs> Amazing. I highly recommend it. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. So what are you up to at the meantime in terms of music? Where can we catch you? What are you up to? Oh, I got asked, I've been asked to sing a lot, which is really interesting. I There's a, a guy, an American guy, I don't know if you've heard of him, if he'd be a Nova sound, but I know you're interested in all kinds of music. So there's a guy called John Murray from Mississippi who moved to Kilkenny a few years ago and he put out an album called The Graceless Age. And it is stunning. Yeah. Absolutely stunning. But it had gone completely under my radar until a great guitarist called Grum Gallagher I know Grum, yeah. Grum is superb, and Very I know guitarist. him from gigging with Jerry Fish. Exactly, yeah. Grum Very little Kilkenny scene, isn't there? Very yeah. amazing scene mm. down there. It's a wild place. Uh, Grum contacted me and said, John Murray's going to be playing in Bray. I know you're in Dunleary. Get your ass down. The N11, come and check him out. Yeah. And I didn't. What a <gasps> mub. What a muppet. But then I was in Kilkenny for something, and I'm introduced to John Murray, and... I was telling Grum I'd just dropped out of the PhD programme. I've been a student for eight years straight. As soon as I came out of rehab, no straight way. into college, I'm a bit lost. And he says, well, we're going in the studio tomorrow, me and John. Come and play bass. And I was like, wow. So I did. Brilliant. So the next thing will be down at Clears in Kilkenny celebrating Neil Young's birthday on ah. the 25th of October. Nice. Going to sing a few songs. Nice. Down there. And then I got asked, I don't even know if I'm even allowed to talk about this. <laughs> but next year, for the commemorations of the 100th anniversary of the Rising, there's things happening. Okay. And I've been asked to be involved, and I'm very excited. Oh. A lot of great things coming up. Yes. Brilliant. Well, Coach Reard, and best look at everything. And thank you so much for popping in today. Thank you, Sinead. Great to meet you again. Lovely to meet you again as well. Thanks. Bye, thanks so much, Gosh. Okay, coming up soon on the show, you'll be hearing from Girl Band, an incredible Irish band who are revolutionising Irish rock. Really, I think they're the best band around at the minute. Uh, coming up next, you'll be hearing music from Hosier, as Hosier is in the music news this week. Backstage on Radio Nova.